Lord's Day, October 3rd. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? 1 Corinthians 10, 16. The blood of Christ, 6. The fellowship of his blood. Our chapter in 1 Corinthians warns the Corinthian believers against the danger of being associated with idolatry. It is one of the things which the scriptures warn us to flee from, verse 14. It has been well said that an idol is anything that comes between the soul and the true and living God. To counteract this idolatry, the apostle is directed to bring before the saints, including ourselves, the positive blessing into which we are brought. If the world has its associations and communions, so does the Christian. We have been brought into the communion of the blood and of the body of Christ. The word communion could also be translated fellowship or even partnership. The highest expression of this communion is found when we are gathered together to remember the Lord Jesus, as mentioned here and in chapter 11. However, we believe it applies even to other times when saints are gathered together. Every believer is part of this communion, though sin may hinder their partaking. But why is the cup mentioned first in chapter 10? The actual historical order is brought before us in the Gospel records and in the next chapter of 1 Corinthians. We believe the blood is mentioned first because it is what has separated us from this idolatrous world, just as the blood of the doorpost and lintels of the houses of the Israelites separated them from the judgment to fall on Egypt. The Lord Jesus died for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world. Galatians 1, 4. Thus recognizing our separation from this world, we're able to partake of the bread which in its unbroken state symbolizes that one body of Christ made up of every believer. Kevin Quartel.